What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Yo! What's up, everybody? Another episode of Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And uh, we're back. April 17th. April 17th. Uh, it's actually eight, not nine. Eight, not nine. But uh, we got the NBA playoffs just started. First games were last. Well, playing was last week, last like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I think the first games were Saturday. And some teams are playing their second game today. Which the Nets and the uh, Cavs get an extra day off, though, because we played on Saturday. Ooh. And all the other Saturday teams that played are playing today. We play tomorrow. Who are the Nets playing right now? Uh, the Nets are playing the Sixers. Sixers, yeah. Which the, the Sixers are lucky because the Nets are the six seed. Uh, yeah, six seed, and I'm pretty sure that's a lot because they had Kyrie and Kevin Durant for half the season. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, so the Sixers have an easy first round matchup. Not fair. But they're not they're not winning right now. I don't think. And then the Kings play the Warriors uh, in an hour. Yeah, but uh, we'll get yeah, into that are, later in the show. The Nets are winning right now. Give you an in-depth analysis on all the teams. Uh, we're going to pick it correctly. Who's going to win? Of course we are. Um, and so you guys will know exactly what to, uh, what to bet and uh, what to look for in the games. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I just, I, uh, I'm laughing at this nickname for Spencer Dinwiddie that we can't say on the show, but every time that Oh, I yeah, him and Kyle Kuzma. That happened last week. Uh, every time that I see the his name i just think of it it makes it's, me laugh it's funny i'm not gonna lie uh so what what would why did they do that again last week i don't know so spencer dinwiddie and kyle kuzma play together on the wizards um for like a season or two and then just last week like randomly they had beef and kyle kuzma wrote a book on twitter yeah. of like 20 <laughs> insults and they were all they're all good um he, he roasted them yeah, I couldn't imagine getting roasted by Kyle Kuzma yeah. when that video of him listening the chance to rappers out there. I just think I think it was something like like out of the blue, Spencer Dinwiddie was just like he sucks. Pretty yeah. like pretty much. Like he just like said like, Yeah, Kyle Kuzma, blah 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 and it was just like, Whoa, okay. Now we know how Spencer Dinwiddie feels about him and then Kyle Kuzma took to Twitter as one does in twenty twenty three and uh he he, he aired it out. He aired it out. That's for sure. But yeah, that happened last week. It's probably the biggest NBA story of the month. <laughs> Besides LeBron knew Austin Reeves. Yeah, was, Le- always knew. LeBron knew from the first practice yeah. that Austin Reeves was going to be special. Dude, Le- always knew strikes again. Dude, not he can't do that ever again. Can't, Le cap. He, he can't say I I knew that or I thought that. I because, always knew. Like if you're somehow unaware. Le- Look at you can look up clips on YouTube. Um, LeBron James, there's several occasions of LeBron James being like, "I knew this." LeCap, LeCap compilation. Like I told them this would happen. I knew this would happen. I knew Kobe would drop 81 that night. Yeah, like one of one of the more funny ones was he was just he was in an interview, um, 
He was like, you know, I just knew that night that Kobe was going to go for 81. I just felt it. I told my friend. like, I told my friend for the game, he's going for 81. Yeah. And he, we're like, yeah, I don't know, man. We don't think so. I don't even know if LeBron watched the game. Like, yeah. he was in the league at the time, I'm pretty sure. Like, it was 2006, so yeah. He was in the league, but he was so he's only 21 at that point. You, you think LeBron in his spare time of playing in the NBA is watching a random Lakers-Raptors game with his friends and telling his friends, yeah, I, I just have a gut feeling that Kobe's just going to go for Actually, I kind of think he I th- I kind of think I he did because he seemed like the guy that like a, a film a film nut. Yeah, or he in like that was 2006, the what was they what were they on like PS1? PlayStation Two, Xbox oh, they were, 360. They, they, yeah, that 360 just came out. Like it, that was still like video games like weren't as popular as they were today. I don't feel like so he probably he probably and like I feel like LeBron was one of those guys that like doesn't drink or smoke. I mean he's a wine connoisseur. Yeah, now. no, he's he, what do you mean he's alcoholic? Yeah, now he is. <laughs> but I feel like back then he he was like he actually did just like watch NBA. Maybe I mean there's not really much else on. I don't think he's watching hockey. He's actually reading books. Yeah, yeah. He's all reading those, The Hunger Games in 2006. All those books that he, like... He was probably on, like, the fifth Harry Potter book. All those books that he, like, just, like, kind of puts his bookmark after, like, 20 pages because he hasn't read a single word of it, but he's like, oh, if I put it here, people are like, oh, he started it. But he's yeah. not very into it yet, so we won't ask him questions about Macap. it. <laughs> LeCap. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the best man yeah but, uh, it, that lecap memes and like the angels with having shohei otani and michael Trout dude listen to mike this Trout one memes. this one is a new one that is actually true uh it was last week um shohei otani um pitched like no i don't think he pitched this game it was, he went two for four um and had two home runs uh and then mike trout went two for four as well with, like, two doubles, and they lost the game 4-3 because those were the only two guys that got hits yeah. all game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those jokes just – The other gift seven that keeps giving, players man. did not get a hit. That is, that, that is a tough scene. I won't, I won't rehash it again, but it brings me right back to my point of, like, the guys who say, like, Mike Trout, Dame Lillard, I'm staying here because I'm loyal. Be like, Dude, yeah, like, if you are a rookie or, like, in your third year – and you really haven't done very much, and you're like, yeah, I want to trade. Like, I need out of here. This is whack. I mean, you're like, all right, dude, come on. Like, his team just drafted you. Yeah. Like, give it a second. But, dude, for Dame Lillard and Mike Trout, who have been there for, like, eight, nine years, and they are – Dame Lillard's been a top three point guard since 2015. Yeah. Mike Trout has been the best outfielder and best probably – Best player in baseball in for, baseball like, ten years. For ten years. Like, dude, the loyalty is uh, long gone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to leave. They're not he, loyal to you because they're they obviously are just like uh, Mike. Mike Trout is getting uh, he's getting compensated pretty well by the Angels. So I know the thing is, I, just, though, I don't really feel bad. I know, but the thing is, is like, dude, you could get compensated just the same in the for Dodgers. the team like ten minutes down the road. That thirty or, minutes with traffic. That or you want to go to New York? That's pretty cool. Both teams. You're there, from Jersey. Both teams there will pay you. I heard he's actually he's creating. He's making a golf course in Jersey. It's supposed to be super sick. He's making it with like some p- tour legend. I don't know his name. I think it's Jack Nicklaus. Nicklaus. <laughs> Nicklaus. <laughs> Jack uh. Nicklaus. But uh, yeah, it's you could go to New York. You could go to Philly. You could go to Boston, probably San Diego. 
And he's like, no, nah, I'm on Angels. I like yeah. winning. I like winning 75 games a year. Well, maybe he's just a really religious guy. Maybe. It's like, I can't leave the Angels. I am an angel. He's an angel for life. Um, <laughs> but uh, what do you do this weekend? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I actually had a pretty eventful weekend. Um, Saturday, it was, like, beautiful out. So it was. It was pretty nice. Me and a bunch of buddies just went to the pool and uh, threw some dice really high up in the air. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Extremely unpopular opinion, but not a big – I don't really like die. Uh, I've only – this was my second time playing it because I've never really had access to a table. Uh, it's not as fun as ball. Oh, I don't know ball. I'm more of a beer ball guy. Yeah, beer ball is pretty fun. You got to run a little too much sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like the heart the heart rate is just a little too high in that yeah, game for yeah, me. Yeah, Um. But I kind of like getting a little move. If you're outside, I like I kind of like moving. Yeah, but uh, um, and die. I know people, some some people who just can just sit there and play all day long. Fanatics. They just like game after game, like I'll just do, like at a tailgate or something. They'd be playing it all day, and you're like, how many? You're like, yeah, we won eight games. Yeah, no, it is pretty difficult. I mean, it's difficult, but it's also um, one of those games that I'm good for eight minutes. I'm a pretty solid player for eight minutes, and I'm like, all right, I want to go do something else. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I'm kind of the same way. But then I get competitive, and then I'm like, oh, I hate losing. But then, yeah. And then I just end up losing again. It's also really only truly fun if you play with, like, glass, pint glass, to where, like, you could actually sink it. Yeah, no, but, that's like, what we were doing. Like, most I times, got sunk like, back to back. Oh, that sucks, but uh, the, not the, not on Saturday, but the first time I ever played. But uh, yeah, most times you gotta just like just, we just didn't have cups. We just had like a beer can there, and it was just you know, can't sink it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that yeah that does suck. Yeah, but this weekend all I did was watch sports and sports. I uh well on Sunday I had a field trip for one of my classes and we went to uh, Montgomery. Great, really? great field trip location. Yeah, uh, we went to a Biscuits game. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. So, like, it, it just inspired me to go to as many baseball games as possible this summer because baseball games are really fun in person. And they're shorter. Yeah. Uh, well, the mi- minor leagues have had the pitch clock for a minute now, but I want to – I. this is why I kind of want to live in a big city. I don't like the idea of living in a big city other than the fact that I'd be able to go to more MLB games. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I don't like – Especially if you go to one that has the three or four. Like yeah. Basketball, football, and baseball, maybe even hockey. But if you go to one, like, that's why living in one of those cities would be pretty cool. Like New York, like, imagine just – you don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. You could just take the subway, and then you can go to Yankees games, Mets games. And tickets are relatively cheap. Yeah, if it's like a Wednesday night at 5 p.m. and they're playing the Washington Nationals, you probably get, like – one of the upper deck seats for like twenty bucks. Yeah, or just any outfield seat. Like I and really, really New York because of the Mets. Like I, I hate the Mets, but they play the Braves all the time. Obviously, the same yeah. division. So like that would work out pretty well for me. Um, but then again, I would have to pay New York rent. Yeah, that's why living in Cleveland school because we get the big city perks, three three sports teams, but we don't have as many people as New yeah, York and L.A. and Chicago. Eh, it depends on where you live. Yeah. 
If you live in the city, no, but yeah, I always had to drive from like whenever I went to my grandparents' house and stuff. Yeah. Also, they say that the Browns uh, are proposing to renovate their stadium, aka just put a top on it. Oh, and, nice. And uh, but they say it's good. It could take like two to three years uh, to do that. And so apparently, we could play a couple seasons in Columbus at Ohio State State. Oh. That would be pretty cool. It would be cool. I feel bad for the people in Cleveland that we don't get to go see the games, but the Browns in that stadium, that would be awesome because that's easily top five stadium in the country. The shoe. Yeah, the, the shoe. The brown shoe. Because it, it holds so much, so many more people. Like, what are the top five? Jordan Hare. I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, not. Jordan Hare is not on there. I think I think Jordan Hare was top, was like, could be number one. Like atmosphere wise, yeah, yeah, not a, not seating capacity wise. Yeah, no, not seating capacity wise. Just like the atmosphere and how loud it gets. Oh yeah, no, it could be one. Jordan Hare Stadium, uh, Happy Valley, Happy Valley, probably Brian the Denny, shoe. the Shoe, uh, Tiger Stadium, yeah, but like, or Death Valley, NFL. I just think NFL, any NFL team in a college stadium, one of those big five, uh, one of the blue blood of uh, college stadiums, yeah would be sick yeah it would be pretty cool uh it would be weird with all like the ohio state like branding and stuff like that yeah I'm i think sure i kind of i'd like that though i'm sure they'd figure out a way to it's like remember when the minnesota dome collapsed on itself and they played yeah. like a few games in, at uh, minnesota stadium like the university of minnesota which yeah, was pretty weird how would it like in minnesota they didn't account for like maybe there could be a lot of snow on the roof one time well it was really old I mean, yeah, that's true, but at the same time, it's like... They have that stadium in MLB The Show because the Twins used to play there. Really? Yeah, it's called the Herbert Humphrey Metrodome. I think the Vikings... why I remember. The Vikings are one of those teams that, like, they're lucky, but not too lucky because they got a nice stadium, got good ownership, good GM. They're never going to be, like, too bad. I think they have, like, there's some stat that they've never had. They're the mo- out of I think all the sports they're the team that has made the most playoffs without winning a championship. Yeah, and I think they have one of the best winning percentages in the NFL because they're always just slightly above average. Yeah, they're like you're always just twelve and five or eleven and six. They're like the Derrick Roll Rose uh, Chicago Bulls. Like they're always like in the hunt. Yeah, for a championship, but, but then they. Uh, yeah, you're always in the hunt, but no one really thinks you're an actual contender. Yeah, so like, but this one team. Or or like the Hawks. Yeah, that the Hawks when they had Jeff Teague and yeah. Warford and stuff, and they yeah. kept getting the one seed, but everyone was like, "They're not gonna win it." Yeah, or the Utah Jazz when they had Rudy Gobert. I don't want to speak about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> He's uh, he did play he, pretty well though he, first game. He pulled some French stuff out. He hit and retaliate. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the most French thing ever. But uh, yeah. Went to the Biscuits game, and they won on a walk-off home run. That's pretty cool. Yeah, first time I've ever seen that in person. And I ate a biscuit watching the Biscuits. They have to, they, it had to be good, though. Yeah, was it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't Bojangles good. But it's hard to beat that. Um, it's kind of disappointing, though. It's called Biscuits. You gotta, it's kind of yeah, your one thing you have to have that's their, above all. Their hashtag, like their slogan is uh, hashtag butter up. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really cool uniforms too. Are they? Uh, they're the Rays affiliate. Are they really? Yeah, so they're good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, the Rays, by the way, 
They have finally come down to earth slightly. They lost two games in a row. I, think. I still think they're – I like them to win the World Series. Do you really? Yeah, I like I, – I heard Big Cat say, like, oh, this is probably the year that they put it together, like, jokingly, but, like, kind of not. And I, like, he put that in my head, and I didn't really think about it, but, like, he's on to something. Like, the, maybe this is the year they put it all together. I always wonder, though, like, I just – I just am not confident in teams that come out of the gate super hot. Cause I feel like they like something. They just I feel like it's just so hard to sustain that for 162 games. Yeah, no, I don't think they're gonna sustain this. But I think that they're like, I mean, the Rays are so far ahead of everybody else. I feel like in the scouting game and just like how they run their organization. It's Except just for like, the Guardians. Yeah, and the Braves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Definitely not the Yankees though. Y- yeah. Dude, if the Yankees had the Rays GM or just, like, their mentality, but with a hundred extra million dollars, oh, dude, they'd, be, they'd win the World Series every year. Yeah, but they love to go get the guy that's, like, is he's, probably, he's probably a year or two past his prime, but that's okay. Josh yeah, Donaldson, look, come over, man. He'll look good in pinstripes. Yeah, he'll look good in pinstripes. Short he, porch. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, the Rays are just – they're like the spurs of Yankees MLB also, without winning the championship. Yankees also always are injured. Yeah, I think I feel Harrison like, Bader is out right now. I think every team is just injured. Pitch clock. Pitch clock. I know it's taken me a while to get it adjusted to, like, uh, what the new stats are going to be. Because I think now – like, last year, if a guy had a th- – 3.5 to maybe like 4 ERA, you'd be like, that wasn't that good. Yeah. But now with the pitch clock, I think you're seeing way more like 5-4 games than 2-1 games. So I feel like – I like it. Like a 3.5 ERA, 4 ERA is not so bad this year. Yeah. Well, we got to go to PSAs. But when we come back – Mock draft. Mock right. draft. Two point, tough scenes mock draft 2.0. This is exactly what's going to happen in the draft. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pick for pick. Book it. No trades because they're obviously not going to trade. But, yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) Applause. (laughs) We're back, guys. We're back. We're back. More tough scenes here on uh, WGL 91.1. Let's give it some more applause going. Yeah. It's mock draft time. It is mock draft time. You get a car. You get a pick. You get a pick. A little ugly dude. I'm like, really? <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. It's uh, that's from that one. This one Wendy's put little ugly dude on the receipt. That's and, pretty funny. And it became a news story. That is pretty funny. But uh, it's mock draft time. Mock draft. It is time for the mock draft. Tough 2. scenes. 0. Mock draft 2.0. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Uh, so. What was it, maybe a month ago we did a mock draft 1.0? It was pre-Panthers-Bears uh, trade, pre-NFL um, Combine, pre-Daniel Jeremiah being on ESPN five times a day to give his 14th mock draft. Pre-Washington Commanders might sell the team. They've accepted a bid, but have they really? Um, I think they have ex- – They he's, like, said he's uh, they've accepted it, but it's non – exclusive so up until they officially sign papers someone else can come in and be like i want to pay more and they could technically take that deal so what do you mean by that well uh, i don't know (laughs) i just heard it on tv uh i did see that uh a former duke player might 
might buy the team and he'll give them a billion in a week. Who is who? It's uh someone that played with Christian Leitner. He also owns the DC DC United. It's Brian something. Ooh, so um, he did not make his money from basketball. Okay. No, I don't. And that his Wikipedia says he made money off of like an, an intellectual property, and he's somehow made apparently fifty billion dollars off of it. I don't know in what. I don't know what intellectual property he owned, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Very valuable to be able to buy yeah, fifty billion. Yeah, um, and he'd be the first. Uh, Black American, African American, uh, like owner of any sports team, I think, or NFL team. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And he's from DC. But, but now that um, his name John Snyder, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder. Now that Dan Snyder's out as the Commanders owner, then I think Jimmy Haslam's definitely the worst owner in NFL now. He's up there, probably. Um, up until like two years ago, uh, worst team like wreck like. Horrible. Yeah. Now, now I think technically it's like the Jets and someone else that have the longest playoff drought. Dean Spanos of the Chargers. He's probably up there. Bad yeah. Up. Moved the team. Fired a guy after going like 14-2. Marty Schottenheimer. Never forget. RIP. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Mock draft time. Uh, mock draft 2.0. I love I love this soundboard. Yeah, we could use that for every pick. Okay. Um, here it's 64 times. Yes. But uh, we're probably we're going to spend a little bit more time on the top top 10 picks probably, maybe like top 12 just because those are the ones that are the ones that everyone wants to know the most. And uh yeah, then we're probably going to get once we get down to like 25ish and those ones to the teams that are already really good. Probably won't spend as much time on those, but let's get started. My laptop's loading up. Um, Are we gonna yeah. go like one by? What do you want to do? One by one, or like you say, like a certain amount, and I say like. Certain let's just amount. do one by one. Sounds good. Uh, so people don't get confused. With the first pick, the in pick. Egan Shankleton's no. tough scenes. Mock draft 2.0. I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Nice. I think Bryce Young um, is the best quarterback in the draft. If he was two inches taller, I think that people would be like, he. They already Can't say that. Prospect. They already say that he's like Mahomes of college. But if he was maybe two inches taller, twenty pounds heavier, then they would actually say he's definitely the Mahomes, like the next. Mahomes, Mahomes 2.0. Something that you don't really want to have to teach a player is, you know, when the pocket breaks down, being able to read the field really well and figure out what to do with the ball and not turning it over. Uh, He already does that really well. See that in his games uh, at Alabama. And, you know, I think that, honestly, I couldn't think of a single short quarterback that's turned out pretty good. Kyler Murray's pretty good sometimes. Uh, Russell Wilson, kind of. Russell Wilson, kind of. Never got an MVP book. But uh, Drew Brees. I still went with it. Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees. I think Bryce Young could be Drew Brees. So it's risky. Uh, I wanted to take C.J. Stroud, but then again, I mean, you could you can make this argument for both of them, but C.J. Stroud played behind two 
offensive tackles and a center that's probably going to go within the first two rounds and Marvin Harrison Jr. So it was pretty easy. Is C- how tall is CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud's your typical uh, like old school quarterback, like six four, two twenty, two thirty. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that narrative of like the tall quarterbacks kind of dying, um, but it definitely like yeah, definitely just, helps. Yeah, it's no longer like this guy is tall. It's just don't be short. Like, yeah, like as long as you're just not short. Well, like, in, unless it's the Denver Broncos. Yeah, unless yeah, unless well, he got fired. John Elway uh, got yeah, fired, so yeah, no that, more. Yeah. That is true. Uh, Broncos fans can rejoice. Well, now they have a short quarterback, and they're really bad. So maybe he's on to something. Sean Payton, though. He's, he is the short quarterback guru. They won't like him over in Denver, though, because uh, coaches picture a ton of uh, man, man spreading. Ah. Got to get – you got to stop that. Yeah. Get with the times. Get with the times, buddy. All right, my number one pick is also Bryce Young. Um, so I'll go to my number two. I picked C.J. Stroud for the Houston Texans. No, this is uh, where mine gets fiery hot. Takis. Hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Remember that uh, song in Polar Express? The hot, oh, the chocolate? hot chocolate. Yeah. That's, uh, that's basically this pick. I have the Houston Texans. Adam Schefter has been saying this. He made a bet with Dan Orlovsky today that this was going to happen. Um, I, I'm going to go with it. The Houston Texans are not selecting a quarterback at two. The Houston Texans will be selecting Will Anderson Jr., edge from Alabama University. <laughs> University of Alabama. University of Alabama. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but uh, I think that – I don't hate that, honestly. Like, Davis I, Mills I, I, I isn't the worst thing ever. Um, I think that uh, maybe – Maybe D'Amico Ryans, he is a defensive guy. I think that he doesn't really – he's going to just wait out, wait this out, wait a year, get in on the Caleb Williams sweepstakes next year because everyone says if Caleb Williams came out this year, he'd be number one quarterback, but he can't. He's not eligible. So he's going to wait, just pick up a night, do exactly what the Browns did. We drafted Miles Garrett, and then next year we drafted Baker Mayfield. and then Worked we had, out perfectly, right? And we had, worked out pretty good. I don't know. Then we had a really good edge rusher that's still one of the best in the league. And um, we still don't have Baker Mayfield anymore, but he played all right. So I think that's what the that's what the Texans are going to do. D'Amico Ryan's former defensive player, he's going to get his guy and former Alabama guy too. And former Alabama guy, he's going to get his his uh, his project, his protege, Will Anderson Jr. And uh, welcome to Houston. Yeah, I mean they did draft Mario Williams number one overall when they probably could have drafted a quarterback too. So. I mean, I could definitely see it. Uh, He's got a six-year deal, so this is a long plan. Don't have to win right now, so we're just gonna wait it out. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually really like that. I and I think it would be a smart move. But but what you were telling me in the room earlier about their second pick, I do not like. But we'll get into that later. I don't. I think I. I don't know if I went with that. Yeah, I went with something different. Okay, I didn't do what I was telling you earlier. That would have been that would have been even hotter. Yeah, I, I didn't like that very much. Um. It would just not make that much sense, but I, I like I like the hot take. I like the wheels were turning in there. The wheels were turning. It's my mock draft. I can do what I want to. Yeah. All right. Number three, I actually had Will Anderson going to the Cardinals. Um, where do, what do you have the Cardinals picking? Cardinals need everything too, by the way. They also just probably like, not a quarterback though. They just lost lost JJ Watt, who is their best player on defense, and uh, so yeah, Will Anderson would be good for them. 
in my mock draft. So Will Henderson just got taken off the board. That was their guy. They're freaking out now. They're like, what the heck? The Houston, they had to have taken a quarterback, but they didn't. Now they're sitting there. They're panicking. C.J. Stroud is still on the board. Anthony Richardson is still on the board. So they're like, you know what? We don't really feel that good about Jalen Carter. We think Will Anderson was a clear number one. So we're moving. Trading out of this pick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like that. So now that Will Anderson's gone, they're trading out of this pick, and they're going to trade it to the Raiders. Josh McDaniels is dumb. I don't think, I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to disagree with me on that. But he basically blamed Derek Carr for being bad last year. Yeah. So he wants to go get his guy. And their team is old, and they spend a lot of money, so they need to win now if they're going to win ever. So he trades up to three, and he makes another dumb move. He drafts Anthony Richardson. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most – I mean, I can see it happening. It's such a Josh McDaniels move to do something like that. it's, It's a Raiders move. It's just such a Raiders, Josh McDaniels, thinking he's such a good coach that he can fix him and that he can make him a good coach. 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 You went Canadian at. Yeah. Josh McDaniels thinks that he's the best thing since sliced bread because he coached with Bill Belichick and won all the Super Bowls and had Tom Brady. So he's going to bring in Anthony Richardson because, let's be honest, in a perfect world when he actually learned how to be a good NFL quarterback without athletic as he is, he'd be probably one of the best ever. Yeah, no, I mean, the it's a the ghost of uh what's his, Al Davis. Yeah. drafts Anthony Richardson for sure they because also he, they need a quarterback and he's the most athletic, the fastest and strongest quarterback. You know who else the Raiders Davis. drafted in the past? Jamarcus Russell and Terrell Pryor. And Terrell Pryor as quarterback. Yeah. So uh this is a very Raiders pick. Uh I got the Raiders <laughs> Just moving trading up to three. Up, trading up for it. For Anthony great. Richardson. That, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, well, we actually have to go to PSAs. We're going to go through it way, like, way quicker in the next segment. Yeah, but, I mean, like the first four or five, you kind of have to take your time. Yeah. Because those are where all the quarterbacks are going, then we'll speed up. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back in one second, uh, but we got to go to PSAs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mock Draft 2.0 here on Tough Scenes is back uh, on WEGL 91.1 FM. And uh, talking to Egan Mock draft before 2.0. the show, he's like, you know what? I think the NFL draft is my favorite time of the year for sports. Oh, tr- dude, I'm and, telling you, and I, Wednesday night before the first round and that Thursday night up until the second round is, like, harder to go to bed than Christmas. I'm more excited than Christmas. So I'm going to give my picks as well, but this is – I'm going to let Egan shine. This is my and time. And he, he's – like, I've, I've fallen in love with his picks to the point where, like, I'll, I'm still going to give my picks. just storyline picks. I'm going to let Egan cook. <laughs> Egan, Egan, I'm gonna be like Pete Carroll, the only and I'm gonna let you is, cook. The only bad thing is I got through most of my crazy picks. No, 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 keep them coming. Not Figure cr- it out. Not super crazy, but no, I, I believe in you, Egan, and all I'll, right. I'll help you out too. All right, so I got I'll Bryce Young one to the Panthers, Will Anderson to the Texans. Got the Raiders at three, taking Anthony Richardson at four. Um. Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. They love to just uh, do what no one else is thinking. Um, hiring Jeff Saturday, uh, just going and getting 36-year-old quarterbacks, Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, uh, hoping that it would work. Um, I just don't think they really 
know what they're doing, and I think they uh, want to make a big splash pick. So at number four, I have Will Levis. Yep. No, that's that's who I had too. Um, I could definitely see them like uh, smoke screening a trade up. I could perhaps. see them. I could see them uh, trading with the Cardinals, maybe. Yeah, possibly. If the if Will Anderson goes too, then I think there'd be a lot of teams calling the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals are going to be. But, uh, uh, I can see the Colts fall in love with Will Levis because um, he's big, he's huge, he's jacked, he throws the ball really hard. Um, looked pretty good in blue and white before. Looked pretty good in blue and white before. Good looking guy. Um, talks well, dresses well. Just like seems like Jim Irsay would fall in love with this guy. Yeah. Uh, so I have Will Levis four. He's like he's, he's like the opposite of Andrew Luck, and like he's he's like a frat guy that happens to play quarterback. Yeah, and I think Jim Irsay loves it. Yeah, he's a frat guy that happens to play quarterback. But you're like, you know what? He's a frat guy, but he 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 breaks the stigma. He's actually yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just a cool guy. Yeah, he's just a cool dude that just happens a cool, to be a chill guy. Yeah. So that's four. Number five. Um, I just feel like the Seahawks always have these guys. That super good, crazy potential, but you're just like, dude, this guy is maybe a little bit of a off the field problem. Um, Hard to press to tell me otherwise. Yeah, but uh, so I'm gonna go Jalen Carter. Yeah, that's who I picked too. Defensive lineman from Georgia. Um, a lot of people say he's the best player in the draft. So if that's the case, that's a steal at five. I don't know what they're basing that off of, because like statistically, he wasn't like. Off yeah, I the don't wall. know. Some people just. Just value, they, I guess, interior D lineman. Yeah, they yeah. love a nice magic. He's huge, but uh, yeah, Seahawks at five. I thought about maybe since CJ Stroud's still available, CJ Stroud is technically falling. Um, thought about getting him, backing up Geno Smith, but the Seahawks just feel like a defensive team. Pete Carroll wants to have a good defensive line again, Ooh. so he's he's picking up Jalen Carter. I see a potential for it. I see a potential potential home for C.J. Stroud coming up soon. Ooh, coming up soon. Uh, that you, I think you might have got. So Lions six. Who did you pick? Lions at six. Um, they need defensive line for sure. They also need a receiver, but I think it's a little too high to take Jackson Smith and the Jigba. So I'm giving them just the best defensive player available in my opinion, and that's Christian Gonzalez. Just got rid of Jeff Okuda. So they don't really have any cornerbacks, so they need to get one for sure. Christian Gonzalez is uh, pretty good. Yep, Oregon. I had them picking Quentin Johnson because he was the number one rated receiver on PFF, and I was like, okay, PFF is definitely smarter than me. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate that pick either. Uh, so the Raiders, the, the, well, it would be the Raiders pick. But in uh in, in this, our uh, world it's yeah, not. In mock draft land it's the Cardinals pick. And the Cardinals, um, they need D line bad. And they need everything, but they need D line the most. So I'm giving them Tyree Wilson. Okay. The defensive edge from Texas Tech. He's uh I'm trying to think of a comparison to him. Maybe like a Randy Gregory. He's like he's pretty big, he's like six five, two eighty, probably can play defensive tackle a couple snaps. But he's like an every down, every down guy. He's not gonna be a crazy pass rusher. Can be good in the run, just a solid edge. Balanced, balanced. Just well a solid balanced. guy. Nothing flashy like Will Anderson. Solid guy. Tyree Wilson. Cardinals need the that. Cardinals. They need that for sure. Falcons. Um, 
Falcons at eight. This is my CJ Stroud home. I wanted to give CJ Stroud here, um, but the Falcons, like for whatever reason, I don't get it. But um, Arthur Blank, I believe that's his name. The owner. Yeah, the owner, and then the coach is Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. That's who I meant. Arthur Smith has been very adamant that Desmond Ritter is going to be their quarterback, and they think he's going to be really good. Um, they did play him like a couple games last year, and he wasn't horrible. So I think they're just going to stick with him. Yeah, and, I don't uh, know if Desmond Ritter is a confetti quarterback. I don't know, but Arthur Smith thinks so. Uh, thinks so. so I'm going to give him Devin Witherspoon, cornerback from Illinois. The Fighting Illini. Illinois. I just thought that um, I could have given them a tackle because they do like to run the ball. They want to build up their line. But I didn't really feel like that was uh, very important to them. But now with Devin Witherspoon. What about receiver? Receiver two, I wouldn't, I was thinking about it. But I thought it also was just like it's just a little too early. They don't for, like to. Jackson. Yeah. I mean, they've got. Once they use Kyle Pitts, I'll give him a receiver. That's what I'll well, make they, him a they, deal. They, they did draft Drake London like five last year. Yeah. Once they use Drake London and Kyle Pitts properly, then I'll give him another skill player. But for yeah. right now, they get corner. Okay. And then they can have one of the best corner duos in the league with A.J. Terrell. That's his name. Well, they, they got Okuda as well. They have Okuda, they, but they he's – Bates. I hate to say it, but Okuda is not playing like the third overall pick. It's yeah. the reason why he got traded for only a fifth. So, they still need a second corner. Devin Witherspoon, just lock that up. That will be pretty good for them. Okay. Uh, Bears. Bears at nine. I have uh, – rekindle the flame. Let's get him back together. Uh, you're not – got out of the first pick because you don't want to take a quarterback. So, let's give him some protection. Paris Johnson Jr. Oh. Bring him back together. I so, think. no, no big Pete. No Big Pete. Uh, Big Pete is, to me, not a tackle. Big Pete is not a T. He's a G. Ah. Um, both, I looked it up because I wanted to see, like, uh, just uh, give it a, some of the base off of. Both of the Browns' guards are bigger than, in height, weight, and arms than Peter Skaronsky. Mm. And both of the Browns' guards are, like, considered big guards in the NFL, and they're both pro bowlers and all pros. So, so small Pete. So he could be a tackle and be maybe undersized, maybe not good. Or he could just go be a huge guard and be, like, just in mall people. Hmm. I like that. Which, I don't know, that'd be more fun to me. Big GP. Yeah, it's like it's like a way. Small TP. You can be out on, uh, you can go play against Will Anderson Jr. Yeah. Or you could get Jalen Carter. Actually, it probably isn't a difference. Or you could get... A bad defensive tackle. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, they need to protect um, Justin Fields. They should be charged for assault for trotting him out there with that team last year. Cause, yeah. Uh, he just got beat up. But it's okay, Big Pete, because you're going number 10 to the Eagles. Oh! Uh, both of their tackle, Lane Johnson, I think he's like 35. He's uh, really old, well, whatever it is. Um, he's already – uh, considered retiring. Jason Kelsey was going to retire, decided to come back because he basically just was so mad he lost Super Bowl, wanted to just not do that, not have that be his last game. Yeah, fair so enough. So he came back. And uh, I think they lost one of their guards to in free agency. To I forget where they went, though. So he can be the, tack- the right tackle, back up Lane Johnson when he retires, or just slot him right into that guard spot that opened up. 
and he can play right away, and your line probably doesn't really skip a beat because he's really big. And good. Hard and good. He's probably the most technically sound. He's like the – Paris Johnson is um, – I'm trying to think. Peter Skaronsky is Tim Duncan, and Paris Johnson is Odell Beckham. Pretty uh, Peter Skaronsky, super technically sound. but uh, Mr. Fundamental. Not, yeah, Mr. Fundamental, but Paris Johnson – Big, fast, flashy. Flashy lineman. Flashy lineman. Okay. If there's such a thing. But, uh, yeah, I think Peter Skronsky, they would just put him at guard immediately because they love running the ball, and this would make their offense, offensive line not skip a beat. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, um, they basically have, like, a Publix bagger and um, that guy they drafted last year as their receivers. Um, like, like – it's so bad. They they got rid of AJ Brown and they drafted that guy from Arkansas. He just has not been good at all. Oh, they what don't. Was his name? Uh, for reference, if you know the game at all, their number two receivers is sixty eight overall in Madden. Like it's just it's just real bad. They need they need offensive help, offensive weapons. Thought about tight end here, but I think they need a receiver. So I'm giving them the number one receiver in the class. Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Mm. Okay. I think that they could go C.J. Stroud here, but I think that – I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people love C.J. Stroud this year, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of people still think he can't run and still think he would be a bad quarterback in the NFL because of that. So I think Vrabel's going to also wait, go in on the Drake May, Caleb Williams sweepstakes next year and just pick up a weapon for him early. All right, last pick before PSA is 12, Houston 12, Texans. Uh, wide receiver back-to-back, Quinn and Johnson. Um, just build up that, building up that team for Caleb Williams. Okay. Just building up the team for Caleb Williams. All right, we can fit one more. Jets. Jets. Um, I don't – every day goes by, it kind of makes me feel less and less they're getting Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah, but uh, if they do, they, they need to protect him. Um, Mackay Becton, the biggest man alive that got drafted a couple of years ago, just hasn't turned out well. Not that good. So I'm giving him Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee. Okay. He's a right tackle, I believe. All right. Well, we got to go to PSAs when we come back. It's going to be the Patriots pick. Patriots. Pick and 14. the person I had has already been picked. So it'll be interesting to see who you have. All right. We'll be back. PSAs. All right, we're back. More tough scenes here on uh, WEGL 91.1. And we're back with the Tough Scenes Mock Draft 2.0. And uh, this is exactly how the uh, it's going to go. Patriots 14. Patriots 14. Um, giving them um, – what was the, the – he was a white guy. I think he was number 50 edge rusher for you guys for a while. Uh, uh, it's like, like a Patriots legend, I think. Uh. I, Maybe start with a V. It, that his last name did. Yeah, it's not Kyle Van Noy. It's it's the the white big white guy linebacker. Vonkowski or something. It was uh, Vanajowski. Uh, let me look it up. Van Buki. I I know exactly. I'm gonna be really mad when I. But uh, I'm giving you I'm giving you guys uh, whatever his name is, uh, V Owski, whatever his name was. I'm giving you guys him 2.0. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, edge rusher. This guy. He is an edge rusher, um, but he plays with zero finesse. Uh, just straight bull rush every time, pretty much. He's a power rusher. Great in the run game. Um, oh, Rob, Rob Nikovich. 
Yeah, not yeah. not even close to what I was saying. But yeah, no, I was <laughs> thinking of uh, Chase Winkovich. Yeah, that guy too. Um, uh, the Texans dude. But uh, yeah, so Lucas Van Ness. Um, they need D line help. This guy's a big dude, just kind of all around solid guy. Can play all four downs. So they need him too. So uh, Patriots take Lucas Van Ness for out of Iowa. I can get behind that. Um, Fifteen. The Packers. The Packers, um, they have Jordan Love now as their quarterback. Apparently. Apparently. Um, they've never got – this is, I feel like, the most Packers thing of all time would just be to never get Aaron Rodgers a weapon in the first round and then definitely draft one now. Uh, literally the first year that he's gone. So I'm going to give him the first tight end off the board. That's, that's what I did. And I'm going not Michael Mayer. Me too. I'm going Dalton Kincaid yeah. from Utah. I think he's the best – uh, tight end the draft are pretty similar. Don Kincaid is just kind of hot bigger and weighs more. So I'm going with Don Kincaid over Michael Mayer. It is cold up there. You need a little bit more weight. It is cold. Need a little bit more weight. Uh, also, Robert Tunyon, um, he gets injured all the time. So I need a new tight end. Okay. Hey, uh, Commanders, newly newly sold. Newly sold Commanders. Uh, the Magic Johnson Commanders. Um, they're, they're offensive line real bad. Real, real, real bad. Uh, I wanted. I was thinking about giving them a defensive player, but their defense really isn't bad. Yeah. Got Deron Payne. They just resigned. That they gave a bunch of money. They got Jonathan Allen still, Montez Sweat, Chase Young. They got a bunch of names. Yeah. They seem to all be healthy and to kind of just play together, and it'll be good. So I'm going offensive line. Uh, this guy is a physical freak, Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Had a crazy combine. He is six five, three eleven, and I think he ran ran under five seconds. But, uh, yeah, this guy, just a physical freak. If you can coach him up a little bit, he'll be really good. All right. 17, Pittsburgh. 17, Pittsburgh. I was thinking about going Edge and Nolan Smith, but I think they're fine with T.J. Watt right now. And I also thought maybe interior D-line, Clyde Cansey from Pittsburgh, but I thought, eh. No, really. I don't think that'd be their biggest need. So, but they don't have any corners right now. They just lost a corner to the is free agency, but I think he signed at the Bengals. So I'm giving him another corner, uh, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Oh, I gave him Joey Porter Porter Jr. just because the in-state connection. I thought about that. I just feel like Deontay Banks is a Pittsburgh guy. He's six foot, two hundred. He's a big corner. Uh, went to college for four years. Um, Probably hits really hard. Hits really hard. He ran really fast. Just feels like a Steelers guy that's going to torment the Browns for 10 years. Yeah, and he's going to probably be, like, generational. Yeah, he's going to be really, really good, which sucks. But that just is what the Steelers, <laughs> that's just what the Steelers do. Yep. And uh, I feel like they're just going to take this pick. I love this next pick. Detroit Lions, 18. Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. Um, they drafted Aiden Hutchinson first overall last year. Wait, no, not first. Second, I believe. Mm-hmm. But – they're off. Their defensive line still stinks. They've drafted a bunch of like middle linebackers in the first round in the recent years. They've all never worked out. So they're gonna get their version of Micah Parsons, who might be faster and stronger than Micah Parsons. In Nolan Smith from Georgia, edge like rusher. This. I like this. So now think about after this first round, just the first round, not the second round or anything else. The Detroit Lions will have a defense with. Aiden Hutchinson and Nolan Smith on the edge and Christian Gonzalez as your lot, number one cornerback. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty solid. A lot of rookies 
starting in the defense. Well, a lot of young guys. A lot of young guys, should I say. But uh, but uh, we have faith in MCDC. Yeah. Yes. Next pick, uh, Bucks need everything. Anton <laughs> Harrison, tackle from Oklahoma. Their offensive line was Ooh. their uh, worst, worst asset last year. That's for sure. I went with uh, safety, Brian Branch from Alabama. I was thinking about Brian Branch. I just felt like uh, tackle would be a better, better fit for them here. Do you see them possibly trading up as well? I th- I think they could, but they did draft Kyle Trask last year. Not for a quarterback, but maybe for like one of the first tackles picked. I don't think so because I think they just have so many needs, yeah. and their guys are really old, so they're gonna need their picks for the future. Uh, next up, Seattle. Uh, I almost thought about this at five, but he's going now. C.J. Stroud falls all the way to 20 in my mock draft. Wow. All the way to 20. Hot. One of the four, Levis, Stroud, Richardson, or Bryce Young, probably not Bri- definitely not Bryce Young, is going to fall to the late 20s in my opinion, or maybe even the second round. To me, will uh, C.J. Stroud falls to the Seahawks at 20, and they get Jalen Carter and C.J. Stroud. Think about how cool that would be for the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, picks, they cheated. Uh, Dolphins, they cheated. Uh, so they forfeited that pick. The Chargers, they don't have uh, – their receivers are always injured. Um, they also don't have a running back. I'm going to wait for running back, and I'm going to give them Jordan Addison out of USC. Hey, that's that's who I picked as well. They got a, they got a no, couple – no, I picked Zay Flowers. They got a couple that. big guys. They need a speed dude. Jordan Addison's not, your, uh, not technically a speed dude, but he is fast enough. Uh, he ran really. F- he ran like four four or faster, I think. Next up, the Ravens. Baltimore. Um, Baltimore. Uh, their their DBs and safeties are getting pretty old, so I think they're gonna look to just beef that up. And so I'm giving them jo- Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Okay. The Vikings here. They need a lot too. Um, they need receiver. They lost Adam Thielen. Uh, they need. They could use an O lineman. Could they need everything on defense? But I'm gonna give them. They just lost Alvin Tomlinson in free agency to the Browns. Let's go. Uh, so I'm gonna give him Kalijah Kansi to fill that spot in the D line. Uh, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Okay. Jags. They need an O lineman here, and I think that they. Uh, Doug Peterson is pretty focused on becoming a really good offense with Trevor Lawrence. And I think he likes to get uh, pass the ball a lot. So he needs a nice uh, – well, why can't I think of the – pass blocking guard. There we go. Run blocking, pass blocking. Yeah, good job, Egan. Forgot <laughs> those two words. But uh, I'm giving him Osiris Torrance, guard out of Florida. 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 I think he's the best interior lineman in the draft. Uh, beef, it, beef it up for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, protection. Giants. Giants. Um, they need some wide receiver help. Kenny Galladay uh, could be the worst contract of all time. I'm not really sure. But I'm giving him Zay Flowers from Boston College. And I have four receivers going to my first round, which a lot of mock drafts only have one or two. Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys, I think the smart pick for them would be to go uh, defense. Ooh. A defensive lineman. Um, but I think that they're not going to do the smart pick. I think that that's just not how Jerry Jones rolls. He wants flashy stuff. Of course not. Just got rid of Zeke. Need oh, yeah. Need another new toy. Yeah. Bijan Robinson. That's who I picked. Going right down the road. Yeah, I like that. 
he's and he's gonna, probably going to be awesome. He's going to be a huge name in Texas, already is. Uh, they love Zeke. They love running the ball. Bijan Robinson, already probably going to be a huge name. And already probably going to be one of the top ten running backs in the league the second he steps on the field. Pick like number that. 27, the Bills. They need DB bad. It's pretty much their only, according to Pro Football Focus, that's their only need. So I'm going to give him a DB. Uh, Brian Branch. Okay. Safety. Jordan Poyer and I forget the safety. Micah. Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. Yeah. Both over 30. So they need they need to replace the safeties. Brian Branch is a really good one. Bengals. You know what? He's from here. Uh, technically from Kentucky, but. It's like right next to Cincinnati. Uh, hometown kid, Michael Mayer, is going to go to the Cincinnati Bengals and just create the best offense in the NFL. That's who I picked for, for the Bengals as well. That's Baby Gronk. Cool. Baby Gronk. It's going to be pretty cool. The Saints. Um, They need O-line help. There's no, there's not. I don't think there's a tackle here, though. That's good enough for them to take. So I'm going to give him D-line help, and I'm going to give him Brian Brissee. Brian Breesy. Breesy. Defensive tackle from Clemson. Former number one overall recruit. Yeah, he had some personal issues go on last year. Uh, so he wasn't really in the right headspace and play very well, but yeah, he's good. Trust me. And at twenty nine he might be a steal. The Eagles. So they just took uh Pete Skoransky. Big Pete. Big Pete. Little Pete actually. Guard Pete. Big G Pete. Big G Pete. But uh the Eagles Right now, they don't really need offensive help. They got, I guess you could take a running back, but we're going to wait on that in my mock draft. We're not taking one in the first round. Um, so I think they need to go safety again. I mean, not safety again, defense again. And I wasn't really sure who I wanted to give them. They did just lose C.J. Gardner-Johnson, so I was thinking maybe Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. Oh, but I don't think that he's good enough to go up here. So I'm going to go Emmanuel Forbes. Cornerback from Mississippi State. I think he'll be just yeah, another guy next to Darius Slay. He's not going to be there for forever. He's old. Already thought about retiring. So yeah, need to need to replace corner. The Chiefs. Last pick. Last pick. They need a receiver bad. They uh, lost Michael Hartman in free agency, and so I was kind of concerned. Uh, not concerned. Confused on who to give him here, but I'm making a, just a hot hot take here. Uh, speed guy. Get their next Tyreek Hill in Jalen Hyatt. Oh, oh, I like that a lot. He's going 32. I like that a lot. The Chiefs. And that is my Tough Scene Smock Draft 2.0. I like that a lot. You did a great job, Egan. Got Anthony everybody, Richardson. Everybody clap it up for Egan right now. Let me that get a Vine. A a vine. Yeah, Boom. Let me get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's huge. But uh, with my mock draft, the Seahawks are walking away. With Jalen Carter and C.J. Stroud, the Texans are getting. Yeah, I like that. There we go. The Texans are getting Will Anderson Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and the Lions are getting Nolan Smith and Christian Gonzalez. So, who do you think wins this draft? For, I think for your mock draft, I think the Lions. Yeah, I think the. To me, I think the. I'm gonna go with the. Um, Seattle Seahawks, Jalen Carter, and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, or the Eagles, honestly. Or the Eagles. They do get big uh, big G. Pete. Yeah, big G. Pete. And uh, who was who did you pick them? I hate to say it, but the one I would be most excited about to watch is B. John Robinson to the Cowboys. 
Yeah, because he's just like he's just gonna be. They love they love the big name running back in Dallas. Yeah, so get him going. Need him just fill in the fill in the space. Get him another running back. Bijan Robinson. All right. Well, we got to get a PSA as we come back. We're gonna talk a little hoops, hoops, and then uh, talk a little puck. Yeah, we are uh, NBA handicappers. Yeah, uh, we know everything about ball. Yeah, we've definitely watched all 82 games. Yeah, and when it comes down to hockey, I mean, we're, we're hockey guys. We're definitely not going to Don't even need our, to watch. Yeah, we're definitely not going to make our predictions about everything about the teams other than their actual hockey play. Like, yeah, we're going to we're, we're gonna actually, like, deep dive into it. Yeah, we're definitely not sure. going to take into how cool the jerseys look. Yeah, and how cool the Saddle Dome is. I don't even know if the Flames are in the playoffs. Yeah, we first. But I'm, need so, to, I'm I'm such a good hockey guy that like I don't I like I don't know who's. We in the first playoffs. need to figure out who's in the playoffs. Yeah, and then we'll let you guys know. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to do my my playoff predictions based off of a wheel. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, that's that's for later in the show. Right now, we got to go to PSA, so we'll be back. All right, we're back. More tough scenes here on Weagle 91.1 FM, and. The 76ers won tonight. They're 2-0 and against the Nets. So I, that series is chalk for me. Um, and the Warriors and Kings still have not tipped off yet. Yeah, um, the uh, Sixers. Five minutes past since when they're Sixers won to me is a done deal. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Um, Let me look up a bracket. So Giannis is hurt. Giannis is hurt, which is kind of huge. Yeah, because the Heat won. I think the Heat can beat the ball. Like they're they're even like without Giannis, they're even matched in my opinion. Yeah, the Heat might have an edge, honestly. Maybe. But uh, I've got the I've got a bracket here pulled up so we can see what the second round matchups would be and stuff. I'm just gonna chalk like I'm gonna go through all of my matchups that are like done already after one game. Like these teams are dead. Uh, the <laughs> Nets are dead. The Hawks are dead. Dead. And you got their tombstone the already made. Tim Timberwolves are dead. Uh, I don't. I there's no way that when they win that series, they might win a game. They might get gentlemen swept, and that's all the dead teams, really. Um, the my favorite series to watch out for is the Kings and the Warriors, and probably the Knicks and Cavs, just because it's the Cavs are your team. And it's going to be fun watching them, the roller coaster of the Cleveland Cavaliers throughout the playoffs. Okay, here I, can, I finally found a bracket. I, uh, Sweet 16. We're in the Sweet 16 right now. I kept just looking at, like, to the 2022 playoffs, and I was like, wait, the Mavericks made it? Oh, they did. So, Stop lying. Yeah, but the Bucks versus Heat, very interesting. Um, this could be the first time a playing team actually upsets whoever they're playing. Uh, I don't think a 8 or 7 seed has won since playing – uh, has started, but Giannis being hurt, they say he's going to come back like game six, game seven if it goes to then, but it, it is possible it could not go to then, and I think this also means like like is Giannis banged up? Like, is he just going to be banged up for the rest of the playoffs even if he comes back? Well, remember that one time when they won the championship and his knee like exploded, and then he ended up coming back like yeah, he's a few just, games later? If there's like, the only other physical freak that you could like like, LeBron is the king of, I definitely, like, sprained my ankle, but I'm going to go to the bench for five seconds and come right back. I'll be fine. Well, not LeCramps, though. Not LeCramps, but I feel like Giannis can do that, too. And so, I, I want to pick the Heat. I, don't, I mean, if I... Pick them. If gun to my head, I probably would pick the Bucks. 
but I'm going to pick the Heat because I don't think Giannis is going to play, and if he does, I think he's going to be banged up. And that's a more favorable matchup for your Cleveland Cavaliers. It is. Let's go. Uh, We're not looking too hot right now, though. Looking very young and very nervous. And not physical. And not physical. I mean, we're like... Like soft, like Charmin soft. I think we could have easily won that game. Um, so we only lost by like four or five, and we just didn't hit any shots. The I, wor- when the time that I knew we were screwed is was like five minutes into the first quarter, because um, like one of the first plays of the game we ran uh, had a corner wide open for a corner three. You know I love corner threes. Yeah, and uh, so Mister Corner Three himself. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh yeah, here we go, nothing but net brick. Uh, and I was like, Ugh. Y'all need a y'all need a a wing that could play defense and shoot very well. And there's one that like comes to mind. The only that, problem that the Cavs is, have had before is like we they they all play like we have like three guys that if you put their game together would be that person. Like Chetty Osman, good shooter, just not quite as good a de- not quite good enough on defense. Coro, good on defense, not quite good enough shooter like Osman. And then we have Lamar Stevens, who's the biggest out of the three and the most athletic, but also can't shoot really. Yeah, well, there there is this guy that like has played in Cleveland multiple times before, and like is from the area, and like yeah. he would be perfect. That's like the probably like for, you, that you could probably like argue is the best that's ever done it. LeCav. Yeah, LeCav. Uh, Dude, Cleveland James. LeBron on this Cavs team would be so, like, just it'd be insane. Would you just swap out a Coro and LeBron? I mean, it's like sweeping everybody. It's not even and close. Then, well, you have to have a Coro on the on the court. Yeah, he can come off for the, the bench. Defense. He can come off the bench. He can be our Del Vadova. Yeah, no, I start him, dude. I just like start him, and then you'll have Donovan Mitchell and LeBron. Yeah, but uh, so a core, and then but he, so he he bricked that one like five minutes into the game, and I was like, it's fine. First quarter is got like jitters, playoff eight, eight jitters. minutes left in the first quarter. Who cares? Get get that one out of the way. But then we ran that play again like two minutes later, and he was wide open again. Like the defender was like five feet away from him, and he just froze. He didn't shoot it. And he started dribbling, and he turned it over. Uh, and I was uh, like, oh, he's too scared to shoot the three. Oh. Uh, he was too scared to shoot the three. And so then we, so then we kept him in. So we're like, he's good at defense. It's fine. He'll make, he'll, he, he'll make some threes eventually. Why can't Chetty and him be on the court at the same time? Well, we eventually put Chetty in. So we're like, all right, we need points. This is not working. Our shooting percentage was like – our shooting percentage from three was like 20-something. So put Chetty in. And for whatever reason, we had Chetty guarding Jalen Brunson. Yeah. And he just got worked. Yeah. It was sad. And he didn't make any shots either. And it was basically Don Mitchell at 40. Darius Garland did not play as good as he is. But I So that makes me confident because we had a, our worst game, and we only lost by like four. I think if we make if we make a couple shots, like if we shoot well, the Knicks do not have the firepower to keep up with us. Yeah, but they they can bang down low. They can they can bang. They can bang. They love the, uh, they love an offensive rebound. They can bang where y'all looks like y'all can't bang right now. But we should easily be able to bang. Yeah, no, y'all are like y'all are tall enough. We have to bang. two seven footers. Yeah, y'all are tall enough to bang and like good enough to bang. And Isaac Cora should be like. Team quads with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, huge legs. Yeah, should be able to bang. They should. Yeah, all of them should be able. We to didn't bang. though. But no one banged. But so now home court advantage is kind of wiped away. So they equal three, three in New York, three in Cleveland, and they're up one zero. So that's gone. 
um, which kind of ups- uh, makes me nervous because we're not very good on the road. And <laughs> the garden is like and the garden might is going to be electric. It, like maybe besides Boston, Boston, they're Philly, maybe Golden State Warriors or and Oracle. Those probably are like the only Sacktown. places. Yeah, Cowbell. maybe. But uh, yeah, so it's like very tough place to play with a very young team. The only the good thing is though is Donovan Mitchell. Like he's going to score forty every game. Like yeah, probably playoff Donovan. Yeah, just scores forty a game. So, PD Mitchell still confident. It's going to seven though. Yeah, probably. I can definitely see it. Uh, in my, Nets are dead. In my opinion, this will be the most entertaining series. I think no, none of these games will be blowouts. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Unless the Cavs just can shoot one night, yeah, or if the Knicks can shoot one night. But they already kind of had their like really good offensive d- game, and and they banged down low. Yeah, the Cavs aren't going to be this soft. All the games, I don't think. No, and I don't think that Josh Hart's going to come off the bench to score like 24 yeah. like he did. Um, I think the Cavs are going to win this year. I don't know if it'll go seven. I think the Cavs can win six. Yeah, I think we just need to, like, uh, we just need to sunny, sunny Dykes, TCU. We just need to settle down. Settle yeah. in. We just need to settle in here. Settle in in the second half down, 51-7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nets are dead. Hawks are dead. So, Celtic Sixers in the second round. That'll be interesting. Do you think the Hawks are going to get rid of Trey Young? It feels like they're kind of yeah. fed up with him. I don't – well, I think the Hawks are just like uh, – Their Hawks are just like – Well, we've, he's not shooting well from three in the playoffs, like, I will say. To me, the Hawks are like, eh, we got it, we tried it, and then we out. Rebuild. Retry. Yeah. Uh, retry building around Clint Capella. <laughs> yeah, Wilt, Wilt Capella. Wilt Capella. <laughs> But yeah, Celtics. Um, they're really good. They're really good. Um, I'm still waiting for them to have a clutch, a real high pressure clutch moment, though. Yeah. They don't come through very often. Um, but the West, the most wide open side of. Honestly, I think every playoffs. every single team in the West, except for the Timberwolves, could win the championship. Yeah, or no. Win, I, get out, make it out of the West, not win the championship. Yeah, I don't think the Kings have the firepower to win the championship. Well, I don't think they have the defense to win the championship, actually. I think they could get hot and score a lot also, of points. Also, did you watch that game? I watched parts of the game. So, is is his, is his Sabonis' name just Domas now? I thought it was I thought it was Dominic. I thought it was Demontis, I thought. Or Demontis. But, like... It's Domas? They called him Domas. Like, the, the guy, it was him and Doris Brooks. Or, yeah, Doris Brooks. And, uh... Guy called him Domas, like the whole game, and Doris never corrected him. So I was like, "Is his name? Uh, isn't it his dad's name?" Cause I have no clue. He has a, his dad. I'm unfamiliar with Sabonis, although I did watch him uh, almost throw the entire game away by just tackling whoever that was. Okay, so I guess this announcer just wanted to show off that he was better than everybody else, because technically, Demontis Sabonis. Over in Lithuania or Latvia, wherever they they go by Domas. Domas. So he just wanted to flex on everyone. Yeah. Show that he's smarter than you, and he calls him Domas because they're buddies. They're, they're on a, they're on that uh, nickname basis. Yeah, they're on they're on a first name. But I was native so confused. Basis. So I was always the whole game. I was just like, who is Domas the bonus? I just always, I never really thought of his first name. I thought it was like Dom Dominic. I was like, Demontis. For this guy's whole career, he's been Demontis Sabonis. 
He was Adam Silver, the 13th pick. The Indiana Pacers are selecting DeMontis Bonus. And then yeah, when did the, he end up on the Kings? Uh, I think like two years ago. It was either this year or two years ago, but he's had like he's just turned it up. Like the Pacers are like, dude, come on, really made it go there, and now you're just like a all the pro, Kings, an All Pro center. Yeah, the Kings. Yeah, but then, and De'Aaron Fox really good. Yeah, and Malik so Monk. that confused me because his whole career, I was just like, oh, Demonis Bonus, I think he's pretty solid. And then all of a sudden, this announcer is like, no, switch it up, Domas. Um, I kind of like the Kings to win this series. They're n- I well actually I don't, but I want them to. I thought the same thing, and then I watched that game, and then I saw Clay and Steph hit like four threes in a row, like with two guys in their face, just like throwing it up. It's like should not have gotten. No one else makes it. Should not have gone in, and it just drains it. And I'm like, oh yep. I mean, like they still are the Warriors. Yeah, and De'Aaron Fox after game one said like, yeah, it's insanely hard to guard Steph Curry in the playoffs. You don't, he's yeah. Just around. The Kings had like a really good game too. Yeah, and they're at home. Like Malik Monk, like dropped like twenty five off the bench. Yeah, like yeah, the Kings are not going to win this series, but, but we Domas, I want them to. Domas, Domas, apparently Domas had a bad game. What so, didn't he tackle somebody in the paint? Like at the end, like they he made it like a way closer game than it should have. Am I or am I confusing someone else? I don't know. I just know that he, like he had a double double, but he only had ten points like the whole game until mm. like the end, and then I think he scored a little bit at the end. But basically, it was just like the Kings were just their bench was just making threes. Oh, we gotta go to PSAs. Oh, we do I, have to go to PSAs. I, even, I couldn't see the clock. Uh, when we get back, uh, let's talk uh, uh, Clippers Suns. I think that also could be the best series. Yeah, me too. I, I a lot of star power. A lot of star power. All right, we'll be. Back. Kawhi's back, baby. Yeah, he is. The, not the glove. That's Gary Payton. The claw. The claw. The claw. All right, we're back. More tough scenes here on uh, Weagle 91.1 FM. And uh, Suns Clippers, four and five. Uh, Suns Clippers. It's going to be a interesting this is gonna, series. This is going to be because uh, Russell Westbrook going three for 19 and then also kind of winning them the game on defense. Yeah, being like the defensive player of the year. It's – like that's gonna be hilarious to watch. Yeah. Also, is this this series is gonna be fireworks shots. 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 Pew, pew, pew. Uh, shout out to the Cardinals' new head coach, most awkward guy alive. Yeah. But uh, I think this this is gonna be pretty fun to watch because you got the Clippers who are just depth. Depth. Except they don't have Paul George. No Paul George, but I don't think time. it matters because yeah. Kawhi Leonard is really good. But they got depth on depth. This just in, Kawhi Leonard, really good at basketball. But uh, the Suns, um, they have Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, and Devin Booker. So both these teams are stacked, and they're 4-5, which is kind of insane to think about. Yeah. Because if Kawhi Leonard plays anything like he did in 2019 when the Raptors made the run to win the championship, I mean, this Clippers roster is easily better than that team. In my Dep- opinion. Well, yeah, depth-wise, but the Suns, like, star power. Like, I mean, Devin Booker being the second option. No, I'm just talking about, like, the Clippers roster compared to the Raptors, the Raptors yeah, roster. Yeah, Like, I think it's definitely better than what he had, and if he plays anything like that, then, I mean, like, they got to be favorites. Yeah, but they're, it's 
at the end of the day, they're the Clippers. They are the Clippers. Like that's what that's what I'm trying to like. I'm trying to see past that, but it's hard. I'm gonna I'm picking the Clippers here because I just uh, I don't I don't I don't have a pick right now. I'm going with I'm going with Kawhi's back. Suns haven't played enough games together, so when the going gets real tough, like it is against the Clippers, and as you get into games, you know four, five, and six, I don't think they're they don't have the chemistry. Yeah, and then CP no rings. And then CP no rings. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of like the Clippers here, too. I like the Clippers. Clippers in seven, and then uh, they play the probably the Nuggets. Nuggets, and then they probably upset the Nuggets, but it's not really an upset. And then... Yeah, what are the... The Nuggets are turning into the team. Like, you guys got to win. Yeah. You, you can't just keep being number one seed and having Jokic win all the MVPs. I, th- I think it would be hilarious get if, bounced they, if the, the Clippers swept them. Like it's it's if they won or the Suns. It's straight it's straight up. I mean, if you lose the conference finals, you can make the argument that it was a bust. No, I think they if they lose in seven in the conference finals and it's like it's close, then it, it's like you know it. Yeah, next they lose year. it. Yeah, if it's close, but, but I'm saying get, like if they get like destroyed in the conference. If finals, they don't make yeah. the conference final, if it's it's conference finals or bust. If you get out in the second round, then yeah, that's. I mean, like you can't keep getting one seed, winning all the games. To be fair, though, they would have to play. Oh, I just got I just got attacked by the yawn monster. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just ignoring the fact that it's the Clippers. I'm just going with yeah, it's no, the five but it's seed. The Suns. This or the, even and the Suns, I'm just gonna it, it completely choose to Kevin ignore Durant it. and Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Like. Yep, choosing to ignore it, I'm just gonna be like, look, there's a four in front of their logo. Yeah, you, there's a one in front of yours. That's I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be tough, and I could definitely see it. Ha- like, I actually do see it happen. Whoever wins this Clippers Sun series is definitely beating the Nuggets. For yeah, me. and I, I think whoever so wins, it's already this, gonna be a, a, a failed season. Yeah, whoever wins this four five matchup is going to the the Western Conference Finals. I just have to get by the Nuggets, and I think that if you slow down Jokic, the other team, they don't step up enough. I almost was going to say, and I kind of halfway believe it, that whoever wins this 4-5 is going to make the championship. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I really believe it. But I, Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's Kawhi or KD. And I'm also Lakers picking the Lakers because John oh, Grant's I hurt. And... <laughs> Jaron Jackson's a walking personal yeah, foul. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the and living embodiment of a personal foul. Jaron Jackson's a walking personal foul, and the what did the Lakers do? Um, they go to the hoop. Yeah. LeBron's going to the hoop. AD's going to the hoop, and they're just going to collect fouls. When he can feel his arm, he's going to the hoop. When he can feel his arm. He's just, I mean, he's literally like, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to be like five-year-olds at, at church on Easter, just picking up all Easter eggs. There's a foul. There's a foul. Yeah. Ooh, found a foul. Like this foul has got a Kit Kat in it. Yeah. <laughs> this foul. This foul has a dollar bill. Yeah, and they're just gonna go up there. Oh, Jaron Jackson, collect that foul. Thank you. Um, and they're gonna foul him out. They also Stephen Adams is hurt. Um, yeah. Brandon Clark is hurt. So the, all their they're so they basically need Jaron Jackson to play a full game, and he averages 20, and he won't and he averages twenty four minutes a game. Yeah, he's, it's just not gonna happen. And Austin Reeves is also the best basketball player of all time. Facts. Right best now, white, best white guy in the league. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, best white guy for sure. Who else would be? Well, Delhi's still in the league. Yeah, Delhi's Delhi, I mean, he's the GOAT. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Delhi, I mean, people talk about Steve Nash. It's Delph, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Lakers, and I got them facing the Warriors, and I think that the Warriors will win. 
The Lakers, like, the Lakers are good. They just make so many mistakes. Like, they tried to lose that game at the end, uh, in the play-in, by just, they just kept, they're just like, we're just going to keep making bad passes. And, like, dude, we're giving you guys shots. Make them. Yeah. But uh, just too many mistakes for me. So, I got Western Conference Finals of Clippers-Warriors. All-California matchup. All-California matchup. And in the East, I got... I don't know from the East, man. Dude, technically, Cavs, Cavs Celtics. If if I got my if the if the way I predicted it goes to be Heat Cavs, I think Cavs could win that. That yeah. mean Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm going up based off of yours because I really don't. I'm going know. Cavs, Cavs, and I'm gonna go Bucks Celtics because I really don't think that the Heat are gonna beat the Bucks. Yeah, because I'm assuming Giannis is back is gonna heal magically in the pa- next day or so. Yeah, they're gonna give him like the craziest treatment, the, the Mahomes time. treatment. Yeah, um, basically you'll feel it tomorrow. Yeah, like right now though, can't feel your back. Look, yeah. I'm I'm punching your back right now. Can't you don't even know. Yeah, I have no idea. And he's also just he's the freak, man. Yeah, he'll figure it out. I'm actually I'm gonna go. In, technically not an upset. I mean, technically is an upset, but probably wouldn't be looked at that way. I'm going Bucks Sixers. I think that Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid just has a crazy series and drops like 40, 50 a game, and they beat the Celtics. That James, you're, Hard- co- you're cooking the night, Egan. James Harden gets like a little bit of his uh, old like 28 year old Houston Rockets self. Maybe goes to the club the night before, get some lemon pepper wings. Yes, the gentleman's club. Yeah, and then he'll he'll go out and he'll play pretty good. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. So. I guess not the upset though. I, I like the Celtics Bucks, but I so Sixers, I like your take Bucks, on it though. So I got Clippers Warriors in the West and Bucks Sixers in the East, and I'm gonna go with the Bucks and the Clippers. Yeah, same. Yeah, who's no, gonna exactly. win it all? Clippers, Clippers. <laughs> God, I, just, dude, dude. I just want, I just want Kawhi to get another ring. That's all. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if I really believe it. But God, we should, playoff P. We should not be allowed to have a sports podcast. We just picked the Los Angeles Clippers to win a championship. Yeah, no, this is like, uh, like ten year old me when uh, like Madden eleven, I had the Texans in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I was like, this is gonna happen in real life. Like Matt Schaub is the future. Facts uh, within ten years of creation. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, dude. But I mean, Clippers they could because they're getting PG back next round. Playoff P. No playoff P. Known good in playoffs. Known good playoffer. Yeah, known good playoff basketballer. He is the playoff ever. Yeah, he, he is the playoff ever. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that's our tough scenes prediction. The Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, NBA dude, champions. I, 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 in the I, first round. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't like <laughs> backup pick Suns. Like it, I, I, wish I, I like it's the Suns' year. You guys could be in here right now. Like we, we can't we can't say Clippers with a straight face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can't we can't say we picked the Clippers win the championship with a straight face. I mean it's like I mean it, I it's it's how I imagine when Raptors fans picked the Raptors that one year. Yeah, but weren't they the one seed or the two seed that year? Yeah, but the Clippers are four seed when they should be like like. Yeah, we're just going to go there banged up all year. Yeah. It would be one, two, yeah, seed. Yeah, and if they lose in the first round, it's because known play- playoff or P yeah. uh, is hurt. Um, also, and uh, I, yeah, I'm going whoever wins the four or five matchup between the Clippers and Suns are going to be my NBA champions. I'm just gonna. That's I'm like, just gonna go with whoever wins the four or five in each side is going to the finals. Yeah, Cavs. Yeah, Cavs, yeah. yeah I, I like that too. Cause <laughs> I like that as well. Dude, um, how about Zion Williamson 
being like, oh yeah, I'm I can do I can play basketball. I can do all the stuff. Like watch watch this and warm ups. I'm gonna windmill it. Yeah, but I just don't feel like playing. I don't know, man. Uh, I think the Pelicans are concerned that he might be too big to play basketball. Like they never. No, seen apparently they said big. they said he's is physically fine. It's Zion, like it's up to Zion when he comes back. Zion, I, they're then, playing the blame game. And in the in an interview, Zion Williamson said, "I just don't feel like Zion. I'll come back when I feel like I'm ready to play." And it's like, so what you're saying is. You don't want to come back because you're going to be a little rusty and bad, and you're just going to keep waiting it out until you feel like you can come back and be right where you are where you left off. Maybe. I or, always thought he's just fat, and he's like, I'm too fat to play right now. I'd be out of shape, so I'm just going to wait. I always thought that the Pelicans were not letting him play. Cause wasn't that the case? Like, it switches like every year? week. Yeah, and I, that's I, they're playing the blame game. But this he's year, definitely not gonna be a pelican. But this time, like, like Zion actually came out in an interview and said, like he feel like physically he's fine, the knee's fine. He just doesn't feel like Zion. That's the, why he didn't play in the uh, play-in game. That could I mean, fair enough. Get I mean, them in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know what they would have done in a playing. Like I don't think I don't know. Been, they I only don't... lost by like two points. Like if Zion was there, I think they definitely would have won. Yeah, but I don't think they would like. I don't think they'd. Well, then they just had to beat the T Wolves, and then they'd be playing the Nuggets. I don't think they'd beat the Nuggets. Now, if they were playing the Grizzlies, if they would have won their first game. Yeah, the Grizzlies are really in a tough spot right now because Jaws hurt, and Jaron Jackson's a walking personal foul, and you have to have him play like the whole game. The T Wolves played the Pelicans first in the first playing game, right? And they played the the Lakers and lost. No, yeah, the Lakers are the same. But they were like the Okay, higher. so the Pelicans, yeah. No, they all they could get was the eight seed. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can kind of. But uh, that's the NBA playoff prediction. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to spin a wheel, and that's going to determine my Stanley Cup playoffs because that's pretty much the extent of my – or I'm definitely not going to spin a wheel yeah. to predict my Stanley Cup playoffs because I know so much about hockey. Facts. All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back. Hockey time. Weagle, 91.1 FM. Tough scenes. Segment seven. Segment seven, yeah. All right, uh, so these hockey picks, I'm actually not going to do wheel because it's going to be so easy. Yeah, the NHL um, playoffs, they started today, didn't they? Yeah, they start started tonight. Um, I'm going to start with the West. Uh, the Avalanche versus Kraken. Avalanche are winning that series. Uh, no questions asked. Uh, Dallas Stars versus Minnesota Wild. This is the only one that I would spin a wheel for. Um, and any, many, many, I'm going Stars. So, um, the Stars. Avalanche versus Kraken. Kraken, way cooler name. Uh, cooler jersey. Avalanche, way better team, though. Yeah, I'm just, I, I gotta go with the one seed here. Let's go, let's go Colorado Avalanche. Um, for that one, and even though the Kraken are gonna win that, but not advance. Um, I I like the Stars in the next one just because, uh, the Wild just are known to be like chokers in the playoffs. I think I'm gonna go with the Wild here just because that'd be wild. Because in Dallas, it doesn't get cold, it's no ice. Yeah, that is true. So they can't practice. Yeah, no, I yeah, they I'm going Wild. They definitely can't practice. I'm going Wild because I think it would be a Wild pick. 
be a wild pick. They got some cool jerseys. Uh, nice. Um, the great logo. Nice, nice earth tones. Yeah, good earth jerseys. tones. State uh, of hockey. Yeah, state of hockey. Uh, the like I think the women's, like Minnesota Duluth women's hockey team won a championship a couple years ago. That's huge. So shout out to Minnesota and Minnesota Duluth uh, women's hockey. Um, <laughs> shout out the Excel Center. Yeah, is that what it's called? I think so, with an X. But, uh, yeah, the Stars, Dallas, there's no ice. How, how could they be good at hockey? Exactly. Not possible. Uh, again, the team with no ice, the Vegas Golden Knights versus team with a lot of ice, Winnipeg Jets. I'm actually going to go with the team with no ice. They probably practice at a roller rink. Um, and, you know, different type of game. And the Golden Knights, cool, cool name. Vegas, cool city. Uh, Winnipeg's going to be partying too hard when they go to Vegas, and so I, I'm just going to assume the Golden Knights are going to win that, and they also won their division. So, Winnipeg is the capital of Manitoba. It is smallest and city to have a professional sports team in the major professional. Smallest sports. city, you well, say? other than Green Bay, I think. I think Las Vegas is a pretty big city. It means they have more fans. It means. Home ice advantage, larger. Well, home rink. Home rink. I don't know if they have ice. They don't have ice. They're playing in roller skates yeah, outside. on sand in the desert. Yeah, so I'm going Las Vegas because uh, Winnipeg doesn't have enough fans. Yeah, facts. So All right. Yeah, there's no way they can win. Again, ice versus no ice. Edmonton Oilers. L.A. Kings. Going Oilers. Uh, yeah. Um, I just like them. They got a guy whose nickname is McJesus. Yeah, and, and the if Kings you, don't. If you get any sort of Jesus uh, reference in your nickname, you got to be like top three in the league, top three all time. All time, yeah. And so uh, I'm gonna go with that guy, uh, Connor McDavid, McJesus. Yeah, and they also have this like this dude that's also like second in the NHL in points behind McJesus on the same team. Yeah, uh, so Leon. I'm going with the Houston Oilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Houston Oilers as well. Uh, Earl Campbell, he's a great running back. Yeah, uh, uh, Warren, Warren Moon, Moon is coming back. Yeah, uh, he's starting. He's getting the band back together. Warren Moon is going to sh- uh, come in on second line. Yeah. Um, and the Kings, yeah, it's in L.A., man. How, how would you do hockey in L.A.? Yeah. No ice. Plus, you got both the L.A. teams playing playoff basketball right now. They yeah, all. You think anyone's going to go to a Kings game? Yeah. No. I, Who's going to have more fans, Kings or Clippers? NBA ch- future NBA champion Clippers. Clippers. I'm going to go Clippers. Yeah, me too. It's in the Staples Center. Yeah. Um, is well, Kings also in Staples yeah, Center? Yeah, all three. That's a lot of That's got to be a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work for Especially the Especially yeah, had like Lakers, Clippers, Kings. Well, it's not back, the back, it's not back. the Staples Center anymore. What is it called? Oh, the, yeah. Is it the crypto.com uh, center? Yeah. No, is it? What, yeah, the it FTX? is. No, yeah, that's Miami. What is Well, FTX isn't a thing anymore. No, I think the LA one still is crypto.com. Let me look it up. I don't know. But moving to the East, Boston Bruins, best regular season team of all time in the NHL, apparently. I've only watched one of their games. Only regular season hockey, or one of the thousand regular season games that I've watched this year. Uh, versus the Florida Panthers. Again, ice versus no ice situation here. Bruins, also the best regular season team of all time. I'm going to pick the Bruins. I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers here because they just they said screw it football name. Yeah. Screw it football name for a hockey team. And yeah. so I'm going to go with Florida Panthers because they're obviously football guys. Uh, they just 
took a football name. Panthers. I mean, it's like they got the Carolina Panthers, a bunch of colleges, their Panthers. You go to any Pop Warner field, there's going to be the Panthers. Does it concern you that the Bruins did win like 64 games this year? No, because they're going to be like the uh, 38 no Kentucky Wildcats. But instead of losing in the final four, they're going to lose the first round. round. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to be the 38 no 2015 Kentucky Wildcats and uh, lose, but in the first round, not the final four. Okay, next matchup, Maple Leafs of Toronto versus the Lightning of Tampa Bay, which Tampa Bay is not a real city. Tampa Bay, confirmed, made-up city. Tampa, though. The moon landing was more, is more real than Tampa Bay. Yeah, it is. But, uh, uh, I'm picking the Maple Leafs. It's the Leafs' year. Leafs' <laughs> that's, year. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Um, also, Mr. Moustache, Mustache Boy, is on the, uh, the Maple Leafs, Austin I'm, Matthews. Yeah, I almost called him Austin Reeves. But, uh, yeah, so shout-out. Austin Reeves on the Minnesota Wild, uh, I believe. And we picked them. So, yeah, shout-out to that's us. wild. That is wild. But I'm going Maple Leafs as well. Uh, guy with the mustache in hockey just looks sick. Yeah, also from Arizona. Makes no sense. No ice out there. How'd yeah, also it? Toronto, Canada, you, you got to be good at hockey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. You definitely don't have the longest Stanley Cup streak. Out of any of the teams ever. Yeah, droughts, yeah. yeah or, yeah, yeah, droughts, should I say. Yeah, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, confirmed, not real. Yeah, Tampa Bay is not a real city. Um, next one, we got the Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Islanders. Uh, <laughs> you want to play rock, paper, scissors? and uh, You be Hurricane, I'll be Islanders? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah. Both scissors. All right, game seven. Game seven. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Both went paper. Uh, yeah, both went paper. All right, one more. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I went scissors. You went paper. Islanders win. Islanders win. Also, uh, pretty sick uh, uniforms. Yeah, and they're the Long Island's team, even though they don't play in Long Island anymore. Um, New York Islanders are a professional hockey team based in Elmont, New York. Islanders compete in the National Hockey League. Um, they got four Stanley Cups. Haven't won. Uh, they won them. Oh my God! They won them back to back to back to back. Yeah, back in yeah, the, yeah. They forfeited in the '80s. Um, so this is this is the start of another forfeit. Yeah, this is the first one. You're gonna win four in a row. Uh, so just get ready for it. Heard it here first. And by forfeit. Uh, making it out of the first yeah, round. Yeah, just four games in a yeah. row that we're going to win, make it out of the first round. That's what we mean. Yeah. Oh, so you're calling a sweep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with it. Or, or gentlemen's sweep, or actually they go down 2-0 and then win the four straight. Yeah, that'd be probably the coolest. Yeah. All they, right. Yeah, they just go down. The battle, battle of the metro area with the, the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey Devils. And the New York Rangers. Um, again, this might be another rock, paper, scissors one. New York, New Jersey. I kind of like... I kind of like Jersey. I like New York here because they got a last a guy, um, um, p- pasta, pastorin, pasta, whatever. Oh, uh... Pasta. No, that, pa- pasta knocks the Bruins, but you're thinking of Artemi Panarin. Panarin. Panera, yeah. yeah. Panera Bread. Yeah, I like Artemi Panera, Panera, Panera Bread. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Number 10 for the Rangers. And Devils have the Hughes kid. Panera Bread's awesome. It is. You think it? Uh, it's not going to be open. It's not going to be open. It's also way too expensive. Yeah. But 
Bank account not looking great right now, mom and dad, if you're listening. T- uh, tastes real good. Yeah, it does taste Stay good. good. Um, <laughs> love a nice bagel. Oh, yeah, bagels. Um, You ever get a bread bowl from there? No, I'm not a big uh, soup guy. I like chicken noodle, though. They bread have, bowls are pretty solid. They have chicken noodle and a bread. I also don't like wet bread. Like, I actually hate wet bread. Really? Yeah, like, I can't eat wet bread. Like, it'll, I just... I got to get me a little broccoli cheddar soup to, to baguette in there. Mm. Tastes so good. Mm-mm. But, uh... What are we on now? <laughs> Back to the West. Uh, wild Avalanche. Wild It'd be Avalanche. pretty wild if the Wild won this matchup. It would be pretty crazy. But I'm not. That Abs. Abs. Um, we got pretty cool jerseys. Um, yeah, and they so won the Stanley Abs, Cup last year. And then I'm um, going with um, Oilers. Oilers, McJesus. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas doesn't have. I think we, I think we can just really sum up the Stanley Cup play. I think we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah. And we have a minute before PSAs. Uh, we got, the Oilers are going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and then we got uh, – I picked Panthers and Maple Leafs. I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs because they're from Toronto. They got to they gotta win it eventually. Yeah, I'm picking Maple Leafs over, the in my case, the Bruins. It's been a drought for too long. Yeah. Uh, for me, I got the Islanders and the Rangers. And uh, Panera Bread reigns supreme to me. I'm picking the Islanders. I'm taking Panera – uh, in the New Jersey, and uh, not New Jersey, the New York Rangers. So I got Oilers coming out of the West, and well, the Oilers beat the Avalanche. Yeah, Oilers beat the Avalanche, and then Maple Leafs versus Rangers for me. I'm gonna go with the Maple Leafs. Yeah, so I have the same Stanley Cup final: Maple Leafs versus Oilers. Canada, Canada finally gets a Stanley Cup champion after like a million years. Finally, it's coming home. Uh, um, yeah, it is coming home. Uh, I don't know who I want to give it to. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go Oilers. Yeah, Oilers. Yeah, Oilers are winning the whole thing. Yep. Um. So we got Clippers, Oilers, and Anthony Richardson to the Raiders all in one podcast. Yep. Only, only on this podcast. Only in tough scenes will that happen. Yep. Um. And now we got to go to PSAs. We come back. I think we're just gonna tough scene of the week. Yeah. T- our just our tough scenes. So far, uh, Jalen Hurst got signed. Might talk about that. Yeah, richest deal NFL history, like yeah. per year. Um, uh, Lamar apparently turned down two hundred million guaranteed. Yep, that's and crazy. he's still unemployed technically. Yeah, well, no, not you just yawned and it made me yawn, dude. He Apologize. Could, he could be uh Apologize. like. I'm sorry, thank you. I just yawned again. That's not cool, dude. I'm gonna Nah dude, but uh he could be I mean, he won't be unemployed, but he wants to be. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't want to play football anymore. Yeah, maybe he just wants to be like he just wants to go open a hot dog stand down in Miami. Or maybe he just wants to be a TikTok influencer. I don't think that's up his alley, but we know whatever floats his boat. Yeah, I mean you you never know. He was really popular on Vine. Was he really? Uh, he had that one video of him like doing a like he juked backwards. Oh yeah, but that was Lamar. Was it really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're gonna go to PSAs and then uh, we'll be back. All right, we're back. More tough scenes here. Last segment of the night. W E G L Auburn. Ninety-one point one F M F M. Uh, so yeah, tough scenes of the week. I got a few. Um, I'll start off by saying uh, someone hacked my Spotify. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, 
someone hacked my Spotify, liked all of their songs, and then logged me out. Nice. And then changed my language to Spanish. Well, dude, he had to be able to read it. He didn't know what was going on. He had to be able to search the guy up. And then it won't let me sign out of all devices. So me and this guy are just sharing a Spotify account now. Yeah, um, this guy on like his iPod down in Mexico is listening to that Mexican rapper. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It. I looked up the rapper. I, well, I, it's gone now. It'll probably show back up in a couple of days. He might be listening to this actually, because um, he sees that I follow the Tough Scenes podcast. You know, he plays his music. He plays my podcast, or I play his music. He plays our podcast. I wonder if you could like message him. Yeah, I, I wish I could like leave him a message on like a playlist. Be like, yo. Why do you, why am I, why my account? Um, but uh, I can't find, I can't find who it was. Shut up, that guy. Yeah. Um, if it's the actual musician, I mean, I respect the grind. I mean, hacking people's Spotify accounts and liking your songs. I mean, that's, that's one way. That's one way to do it. That is a way. Um, you, my, got, uh, you got a tough scene? My tough scene of the week is going to be, um, well, I had a different one, but. Today, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Uh, apparently, so here's a side-by-side comparison of Jalen Hurts' contract he just got today with the ones that the with the with one that the Ravens offered Lamar last September that he turned down. Total value, Jalen Hurts, 255, Lamar Jackson, 250. Pretty much the same. Um, full guaranteed at signing, Jalen Hurts, 110. Lamar Jackson, 133. So $23 million more. And then total guaranteed, Jalen Hurts, 180 to Lamar Jackson, 200. So Lamar Jackson basically got a way better deal than Jalen Hurts just signed today, and Jalen Hurts became the highest-paid quarterback of all time. Yeah. Player of all time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. I guess Lamar Jackson literally wants 250 guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, Which is like, dude, do you, do you not expect to play? <laughs> like, it's, what's the difference? Like, 200 to 250 – like to make that fifty, you probably have to play like six games a year. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Like is that just, is wild. Is he just playing on being extremely injury prone? Well, he he might have to poop. And dude, it gets to a point where it's like they, they go like, "I gotta take care of my family." Like, completely agree. Like, yeah, good that you're thinking about your family, but like, like d- difference between. Like two hundred is not like you're not gonna be able to take care of your family, and two fifty is like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah, like that extra. I mean, the extra fifty million, like, is just for you. Well, that and you can still get it by like just can, playing a few games. You can probably get more with incentives and stuff. Yeah, by just like doing the job that you say, like that you're good. Like, like that. you're saying, I'm so good that you need to give this to me, but I'm not sure I'm gonna still be this good. So I need it to be fully guaranteed. Yeah, all of it. Like that, it, it just every day like something new comes out, and it just does not look very good for Lamar. Like more and more, it's like, dude, what? You, what's the difference between, like, you? It's not like they're not gonna give it to you. Yeah. Like you still get it. You just have to go into work. Yeah. Like, bro, and what like do, you, do like it do good. Yeah. Like not, not even good. Just no, like, you don't even do, to, do you, you. You can be completely horrible. You just have to like show up. Yeah. Like, just show up to the training facility, and you could just throw a pick every time in practice so they don't play you. You just got to be there. You get it. Yeah. Like, what? what is this? Is this dude just planning on not? He doesn't want to play anymore. Not showing up after he gets signed? I, I don't know. And, like, every day that goes by. 
I also think he might just be rejecting it just to like reject it. Yeah. Like just because he's like I I'm mad. Yeah, like you made me angry. <laughs> you made me angry. I'll I'll just I'll reject it for a while. Yeah. And then I'll accept once I feel like um, I got you guys. He should just stall. He should just stall on him. Make him think. Make him ponder. Don't flat out reject yet. I think the Ravens are just like looking around in the office, like at each other. What, like, dude? What do we? What the heck? What are we supposed to do? Two fifty, two hundred guaranteed. This guy just rejected it. Are you kidding me? But uh, yeah. So Lamar Jackson, dude. I don't know what he's at this point. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, dude. Yeah. Like, I I get, like, and people are people think that the agents take ten percent. The NFLPA put in something where they can only make like four. So yeah. and Lamar Jackson's agent's gonna make like three or four percent of like two hundred fifty million, which is well, he doesn't be, have an agent. Yeah, w- he would if he yeah. did. He would make like three percent of two hundred fifty million, which is a lot. But Lamar Jackson's also getting still like two hundred forty something. Yeah, of that two fifty, and it's like, dude, do you really not want to pay a guy like? Do you really not want to ma- like pay this guy like a couple million bucks off of your two fifty so you could get this over with? Yeah, like you're just. Like, and then every other owner is looking at this like, I'm glad I don't got to deal with that dude. Like, yeah. Why would anyone else sign you? What if Lamar just falls in love with being an agent, and that's why, like, he, he's trying to get as much money guaranteed so he can start his own agency? That's basically what Rich Paul did. LeBron was just like, hey, man, you want to just, like, just be my, be my agent? And he's like, okay. Yeah. And now he's, like, the biggest agent in basketball. And talking to Adele at one point. Dating Adele. Dating Adele. Still? Yeah. Yeah. Which Huge. Kind of, which is insane. Yeah. Just a kid from Cleveland who happened to be best friends with LeBron. <laughs> and now now dating Adele. Now dating Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I need a LeBron in my life. Dude, facts. Shout out to Rich Paul. I need a a la friend. A la, la athlete friend. Dude, yeah, like imagine how hard like did you think he just walked into like the Cavs and Heat office and he's like, Alright, so LeBron James. And then the Heat are like, max contract. And he's like, sounds good. See you yep. guys later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my tough scene of the week is Lamar Jackson turned down, like, a better deal than Jalen Hurts signed today. I got a smaller tough scene. Uh, I found out why my toes look weird. So, like, I thought something was, like, something's wrong with them. Yeah, and you got bad toes. Yeah, like. It looked like uh, someone, like, dropped a piano on my toenails. Got off-brand toes. Yeah, like, they <laughs> looked like they're cracked, and then uh, not, in like, not good cracked, like, actual cracked. Um, and apparently it's just some sort of, like, uh, infection or something like that, so I have to get that, nice. get that fixed. Uh, not cool. It's tough scene. It's a minor tough scene, but it is tough scene. And I had three projects due this week. Uh, so last week was uh, – Pretty stressful, but uh, you know, finals are almost or finals are coming up soon. Graduation coming up soon. Yeah, true. It's uh, not it's looking coming, forward yeah, to finals. Yeah. Well, I only I don't have a single final. They're all projects. Uh, and like I'm almost done with one of them. So. I gotta do a presentation Wednesday Ooh, for a project. Uh, we had to make a YouTube video and then market oh, yeah. it. And so we did that, and now we get space up to go tell our teacher what we did. Yeah, I had to do a presentation last Friday about uh, in my sports geography class. 
and we their teacher is the commissioner of a made-up football league and we had to like pick a city and like basically do like statistics and stuff of the city and like why your football team is called this and like potential sponsors all that stuff and i picked san antonio because i lived there for a while and i picked compton california yeah yeah um and it was pretty cool it was, it took me a lot longer than i thought it would like i started on it when the semester started and i thought i got it done and then as time came closer i was like man i still have so much work to do so it just took me forever yeah um, another um god i had a tough scene just lost it Thanks, Instagram. All right, now I'm talking about that tough scene. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, had what? one. Didn't have one. Something about sports. You got a school-related tough scene other than this presentation or just, like, anything? Um, I, I'm Any thinking, minor inconvenience you've had? Taking uh, intro to theater, my humanities credit, because I never did that. And uh, I thought I did, but apparently – um, like, it t- took, like, a art credit mm-hmm. and not, like, it didn't count for my humanities or something. Oh, nice. I don't know how that worked, but I had to take it. So, I took theater, and then, um, my guy likes music more than everybody else. I just have so much homework. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you told me about that. Dude, like, wh- why do, like, guys who are into music like that, like, conductors and stuff like that, like, wh- why are you so into it? And then, And then they just, like, they're like... It's gonna give you so much work, so you also share the same passion for me. Even though you don't. Even though I, I know don't, you don't. And I'm just then having to do a bunch of busy work. Yeah. I don't know. When am I gonna learn about Tupac? Yeah. And uh, ACDC. Yeah. What are you wanna... learning about Beethoven? Yeah, just like Mozart? all the all the old guys, um, in their meters and things like that. And I was like, I don't care. Does it sound cool? Cool. Yeah. I, that. That is a tough scene. Especially like at this point of your college career too, like you just. Well, it's also like it's it's a it's a music class for non-music majors. Yeah. Like it's for the it's for business and engineering majors who just have to take it to get to check check the box. Yeah. Get the credit, and this guy's like, nope, we're gonna love music together. Yep. I was like, oh. You're gonna appreciate this music. You are going to listen to this music over and over and over again. I, I mean. Until you hate me. Yeah, I got an A in mine, but I took mine at the community college. But That's what I should have done. Yeah, probably. It's not fun, but uh, it's 10 o'clock now. Yeah. Also, end of period one. Link up pick. Wild are losing. Wild are losing, but it's second period. We have time. Yeah. We'll come back. All right. We'll see you guys next Monday. Um, love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.